Welcome back to the Quantum Health Recipe Podcast. Um, my name is Dr. Rhett Kinney, and I'm here with my host, the nutritionist, Darcy Jones. Today, we would like to, to talk about the concept of the idea of fitness, fitness and health, and how it, how it relates to our health and why it's important, all that sort of thing. We're going to, obviously, these these questions are timeless, right? They're, they're going to age well past uh, our lifetime and that sort of thing. I, you know, there's, there's, there's so many factors to health and well-being that um, are principles of the of principles that are going to be true, no matter who you are, what generation you're from, and so all that to say, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of these different, you know, bouncing back between different concepts and different ideas and uh, different uh, different things. So, and and we're so grateful that you are turning in, tuning in to to this podcast and. And, um, and and joining us on that on that journey. So let's just start off with the, with a question, Darcy. Why should we exercise? Oh man, you could you could answer this in so many different ways. But I, I spent eight years in a gym, and and I saw it really transform and change many people's lives, make them happier. And you could look at it from a standpoint that you know having the body you've always wanted does make you happier you know it gives you um, more self-esteem per se it, it makes you wake up look in the mirror and smile at yourself but it's not just that you know uh, uh, fitness and movement in my opinion is medicine uh, we have to do it to move the lymphatic fluid in our body to get our stagnant blood moving but it does man it, it increases our dopamine storages it makes you happy I know when I'm working out more I feel better in general uh, my drive increases. Um, you, you can eat a little bit more if you want to. Um, you just become a healthier individual. I mean, I've literally saw my clients over the past few years say they lose 40, 50 pounds and they were they were overweight before this. I've literally seen them get in a new relationship, get a new job. It literally get, it changed their life forever because when we look at ourselves in the mirror and you're happy and you love yourself, it, it changes the game. Um, you know, our, our brains, we are so, you know, you want to know why we like material because we like the way something looks and what, and, and what people think. You know, and so when we look at our bodies, it's really the same exact way. You look at your body and, and you you want it to look good. You want other people to look at you and say, that person looks good. And you, you may say, oh, well, that's arrogant. But at the end of the day, it's just human nature, you know. And what what I've realized is that when you just eat real food also along with fitness, you eat healthy, your body naturally transforms into what it was actually meant to be. And then you use movement, fitness, whether it's weights or running, to mold your body and transform it into what you've always wanted. Um, that's what that's what weightlifting is. You tear the muscle down, you grow it. You can literally transform your body into looking like the statue that you've always wanted. Uh, I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger was a good example, <laughs> wasn't he? And I like to go even well, but even beyond the uh, the, the you know our physique and um, and certainly self-esteem is a, a wonderful reason that to exercise and, and a great reason that that people will continue to exercise 
uh, we associate health with looking fit and being fit. Um, it, it's, you know, I think logically it's, it's really, you know, I, I guess there, there are a, a number of exceptions out there where you have, we have uh, folks that aren't, don't necessarily look fit, but are fit. Um, but all that to say, Hey, it looks good. I mean, sorry, it feels good to feel, to look good. You know, it feels, it, it, it feels good to look good. Like you take your shirt off or whatever, and, um, you go to the beach or whatever. And, and, uh, if, if you've, if you're working on your fitness or you're working on losing weight and you've lost that weight and then it just makes you feel good. So, um, and that's a wonderful reason to, uh, to exercise, but it's not the only reason I would, I would argue. No, a hundred percent. Some of the most unhealthiest people I have ever met look healthy. Um, they look like uh, a bodybuilder, but yet if, if they came and sat down in, in, in my office or Rhett's office, they would be sicker than, you know, they would have blood sugar issues, type two diabetes, um, high blood pressure. So looking healthy doesn't always mean anything. And I, 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 there's one particular, I won't name names. There's, there's one particular, um, social media influencer that I like to follow. Um, it's a female actually, and, and she's just so inspiring, but she, she recently has, um, had a child and because of the nature of, you know, pregnancy and, uh, and all that, all that, that goes along with pregnancy and stuff. She's, she's certainly gone through, um, some different changes with her, her physique, you know, the way she looks and, um, and certainly, um, Certainly, that's understandable and, st- and and stuff. One of the things that I think that would be a an, an natural, for example, is uh, one of the things she, she talks about is her severe postpartum depression. And I think, you know, if you're running into, uh, if you're, you know, you look fit and healthy, uh, you live a, a you live a, a very healthy lifestyle, but you're going through, you know, you're going through, you know, you're having suicidal thoughts and. Um, severe depression, um, dis- disabling depression, uh, anxiety disorders, stuff like that. Like you might have six pack abs and and uh, and and big biceps, but it, to me, it doesn't doesn't mean a whole hill of beans if if you can't get um, you know if you're if you're having symptoms of, of anxiety and depression and stuff. I mean, to me, it just speaks of you know, this person isn't healthy. They might look, you know, they might have a um, wonderful body composition, so to speak, but it doesn't necessarily, mean, doesn't necessarily translate that person is, is healthy. And so I was a little, little upset or, or disappointed in the fact that this woman, she uh, is very much still inspiring. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not, not to, I'm certainly going to continue to follow her, her journey and her story. But um, I, I love to get in contact with her and say, hey, like, I think I could help you, you know, with your depression. I think that, um, you know, in, in some in some respects, you're robbing Peter, Peter to pay Paul from a physiological standpoint somewhere. And uh, to, to, to be in that sort of situation where you're, um, you know, you're stealing from your own health just to, to look a certain way is not beneficial for the long term. We've got to we got to start thinking long term. You yeah. can't you can't think you can't think three months from now you can't even think next week right um you you need to think long we need to think long term why are we doing what we're doing is it is it just to look good you know is it just to impress friends um or is it to um you know i would argue that from 
from some respects, like we in this life, we've got responsibilities. I think honestly to hold, um, there's one organization called MoveNet. I don't know. Have you heard of MoveNet? I haven't. I have not. MoveNet, they have one mantra, and it's it's called uh, being fit to be helpful. Being fit yeah. to be helpful. And I don't know that that's something that they that they took from another influencer or if it's something they came up with, but uh, be fit to be helpful. That is a, um, to me, it's something that I, I really resonate with, obviously. I mean, I want to be fit not only to to look good and feel good about myself, but obviously to be functional, to be able to help my wife. Um, my wife needs help around the house, around the house with chores. You know, she she can't do it all by herself, right? In the same way, I you know I don't necessarily take on all the chores myself, but that's that's one of the things I feel like I'm I'm meant for, I'm built for, I'm built to help, and um, and and certainly so those are kind of the the goals, my own personal goals. Sure, I, I like to look fit and. And uh, and have a, a certain type of physique um, for my wife's benefit, for my own benefit. But I think to have a to have goals related to personal responsibilities, you know, I, I want to be fit and healthy so that um, so that I can raise um, healthy children, you know, so I can be around when my when my uh, future kids or if if that's a, a thing for me in the future. Um, so that uh, so that I can raise healthy kids and and uh, continue to, to to influence them in a positive way, my you know and that goes that's true also true of my neighbors, friends, fan other family members. Um, so I like to think I think you know if, if ever I'm talking about fitness and, and health, I like to point people towards to the concept of responsibility. You know, um, wh- why why should we be fit in the first place? I think it's it's because. Uh, naturally, we have we have a responsibility to to be fit because we have a responsibility to to help our neighbors, so to for, yes. for example, you know, and to to make our communities better. Um, that I think is the highest ethical uh, standard. I think as as far as why should we be fit? And I don't know what you have to say, Darcy. No. You want What do you think about that whole idea? No, I, I think everything that you said is great um, because when you're physically fit. Um, it's easier for you to grow a garden, play with your kids. Like you said, help your wife build things. You know, when, when you're able to do those things, it saves you a lot of money too. You know, you don't have to constantly worry about having to buy everything when it comes to groceries. Because uh, I'll tell you right now, you know, um, having a farm is a full-time job and it, it involves a lot of physical labor. And knowing the right types of exercises and movements to do will aid in the longevity of us being able to do those things. And uh, I'll tell a little story about myself. So my journey started very young in in the fitness world. You know, I got into bodybuilding, later got into powerlifting, uh, did martial arts when I was really young. And I'll tell you, Rhett, the unhealthiest I ever was was the strongest and one of the best looking. I looked great and I looked very strong and I was very unhealthy. I was eating tons of food. I was highly inflamed. I was drained of energy all the time. My whole life was surrounded by that one hour in the gym. And it made me lose track of of love, my family, and life in general. It was surrounded by an hour or two of training in a gym. And so I think that's where, you know, um, it can become an addiction and can also lead us down a path of almost selfishness, service to self and not others. Because now I almost, I'm at a healthier body weight and feel more alive than ever. And I 
I do half the work I used to in the gym. It's mainly focused around movement with kettlebells, dumbbells, uh, running through the woods, and eating high-quality food. So, I don't know. There's so many different avenues we could take with fitness. It, it's such a positive thing, but it can also be such a negative thing. Because I've seen uh, in in my own journey, trainers exhaust their adrenal glands, get thyroid mm-hmm. issues, blood sugar problems, because they overtrain. They train their body so hard, yeah. and it's and I guess it's better to be addicted to that than you know a drug or yeah. something. But it uh. It can become an issue, and you know? it and it still can take the place of it. Still can can manifest as a as selfish behavior, like yeah. you know the certainly the the drug addict or the drunk, the yes. um, the people that are that really struggle with um, alcohol addiction, for example. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I've I've had family members even spend thousands and thousands of of, of dollars, for example, on 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 hobbies, right? Instead of Instead of uh, considering, um, you know, other family members that might be dependent on on the on those funds for yes. their, you know, for their well being, when, um, you know, maybe I'm getting a little off topic, but all that to say, like, you know, we we have different things in our life that sort of take priority, and and fitness can be one of them where we substitute, um, you know, this uh, a selfish behavior instead of or in the place of considering other people in our life or other responsibilities that we might have, neither one would be, you know, the drunk is just as, as at fault, or, or I should say the, the, um, the, the self-obsessed, you know, uh, gym rat is just as at fault as the, as the, the drunkard or the alcoholic 100%. who's spending all their, their family finances on the, the, that next drink or that next buzz or that next yes. addiction. Right. I mean, um, both both we could consider you know leading people down the wrong path so you know i think it, it's it's kind of hard we might you know it's it's kind of hard not to bring in uh worldviews and religions and stuff in the conversation because you know at some point you, you sort of have to talk about um purpose meaning of life and, and stuff like that so we're not necessarily going down that road but all to say we, d- we definitely both um feel like you know both recognize i would think uh personal responsibilities um, th- this idea that, uh, you know, you know, we, we're not just living for, for our own, um, self-interests. I'm certainly, um, you know, I've got, I, I, I married a girl. I, I got married about a year and a half ago or almost two years, um, by now. And I took on that, the responsibility of taking that, taking care of this, this woman in my life. And I'm very happy to do that. I mean, that I knew, I knew of that responsibility. I, I, I signed, that's what I signed up for. And I knew I was signing up for that before I got married. Um, all that to say, when it comes to fitness, it, that that's, I don't see it as a way to, I see it taking care of myself as a way of, of in, ensuring that I'm, I, I continue to, that I'll continue to be able to provide for her. You know, I'll, I'll continue to, to be, to be functional yes. um, and functional enough to, to be able to help out and to be able to take care of her for as long as I can. Right. That's where I see the role of fitness. I think it'd be a wrong, it'd be, I think it, you know, you're really shooting or or missing the mark, so to speak. If, if you see fitness as the end goal, you know, if you see muscles and, and um, you know, 
this, this whole uh, this whole idea of <clears throat> propping propping yourself out, up as um, as uh, you know, I mean, if you're shooting for um, this 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 idea of of um, uh, like a godlike creature or something <laughs> like that, you know, like yeah. maybe like I brought up Arnold Schwarzenegger just as a, a self image, but you know, like you said, what we have to realize is. I'll just be blunt as most of these men were service to self and, and really just cared about, you know, what they looked like. And, and let's, we'll, we'll be honest, you know, there, there's a lot of um, sports enhancement drug use in, in the, in the world of bodybuilding. So what I'm saying is it could take you down an, an unhealthy path, mm-hmm. you know, for, for uh, body image. And, and I think it's a balance, like Rhett's saying, that fitness needs to be a balance. And I think we forgot the reason we're in there is a lot of us like to, you know, maybe uh, work out, post pictures on social media or something because it gives us this dopamine. But at the end of the day, we're really working out to live longer, better lives for longevity. And, you know, gyms, they used to kind of be like a church. You know, everybody went in there to... to um be healthy to, to better themselves, to socialize. And I'm not saying it's not like that in, in some gyms, but I, you know, they, in my opinion, they sell a lot of bad products. And sometimes, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's some negativity sometimes, um, a lot of ego carrying. And, and I just, I miss, um, being in a gym, the gym I grew up in, everybody worked together and helped each other. And, um, we're able to talk about different philosophies, kind of like Rhett and I. I know I'm kind of getting off off topic here, but I, I think we've all forgotten what it means. You know, the the body image is is not what shows us health to a certain extent. Do you agree, Rhett? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, we of course, if you're healthy, your body will radiate health. Mm-hmm. You just look healthy. You look at a person, you know if they're healthy or not. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it. Um, in the way that they speak, their personality. Um, so fitness is, a, I guess we're talking about a lot of the pros and the cons right now. It's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing, movement, exercising, working out together, and being confident in yourself. We're not saying, you know, not to want to look good, but we're saying, are you going to sacrifice your body image, I guess, over everything is that your end goal is just caring about what you're looking like because that can bring you down a negative road and cause you to become uh, unhealthy Um, yeah uh as we've heard it said before you know you don't want the you don't want the cure to be to be worse than the disease so to speak yes and uh you know what what exactly we aiming for here what exactly you know as i always want anytime i meet, meet my my patients, I'm always asking them, what are your goals? What are your health goals? How can I help you with meet those health goals? And certainly fitness should be one of them. Certainly, you know, being uh, more functional in your life should be one of them. But they're also, you know, functionality, athletic, athleticism, for example, if you don't consider yourself a very athletic person, um, it's like anything else. It, it, it's, it's something that can be developed over time. Fitness can be developed yes. over time. And, um, we haven't even got we haven't got into the the whole idea of of you know some of the um, you know I, I think we've we've talked more or less just about the psychological benefits of exercise. We haven't even got to the physiological benefits oh, of totally. exercise. You know, in, improving hormone profiles and improving um, your cardiovascular system and improving uh, immunity. 
giving you an immune boost. Uh, one, one, one wonderful way to do that is to move your body a bit. Um, but there's really the, um, the list goes on and on here. I like what Darcy said. He, he said, fitness, fitness is, is medicine. And in, in graduate school, um, I used to hear a professor say movement is the medicine. And, and I think it, it's so true. If you look into, um, the, the history of osteopathic medicine, even, uh, there's a couple, a couple, uh, osteopaths that re, uh, researchers that I love, um, to mention and talk about is Dr. Barry Wyke, who was a, an osteopath and also Irvin core who, uh, who was an osteopath. And they, um, they both had it down as far as, I mean, just look into those two, uh, guys research if you want to learn uh, more about the benefits of movement and exercise and, and the, but you know, they're, they're not, uh, they're, they're patriarchs, so to speak, but they're not, you know, the, the research didn't, didn't start and end with them. Uh, we know that, that exercise, for example, uh, some, some really uh, significant um, studies that have come out just in the last decade about depression and, um, and exercise, you, uh, the, the ability for exercise to help with anxiety, for example, um, and, um, and depression, you know, one of, maybe one of the best things you can do is, um, if you're feeling depressed or anxious is to go for a walk, right? Do something, do something active, pick up a, pick up a dumbbell and, 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 um, you know, curl it a couple times or, or whatever, you know, if you need help with this stuff, there's obviously there's plenty of professional, um, athletic trainers or, uh, personal trainers that can help you, uh, figure out how to exercise, how to, how to exercise in a way that makes sense for you. Um, but, uh, I could go on and on. There was, there's one thing I want to talk about called respiratory quotient. I don't know if, if maybe we want to save that for another time. It's kind of a lengthier, uh, conversation, but, um, I'll just, maybe I'll just briefly yeah. talk about it and just kind of introduce the idea and, um, and then maybe I can, I can do another podcast in the future that that's more in line with, um, having it as a maybe central idea, but respiratory, respiratory quotient is a quotient. It's actually, if you put, if you put, um, CO2 divided by O2, uh, oxygen. So you got carbon dioxide divided by oxygen. That is the, the formula called respiratory quotient. And, um, have you ever heard about respiratory quotient, Darcy? No, no. no. Okay, you're, you're my teacher right now. Okay, so, so I want to hear respiratory, respiratory quotient is is a really really big deal in in terms of fitness and health, and and actually becoming a high fat burning high high fat burner, what they call uh, meta, uh, metabolic uh, flexibility, or they call uh, what else is fat adaptation is is I think yes. a, a big word that that we like to use fat ad, becoming a fat adapted individual, which basically refers to just burning fat for fuel. Mm -hmm. And that's a very significant thing because, um, it is, uh, it's tied with, um, improving, uh, reducing your risk of chronic disease in the future. It's, it's associated with reducing your, your risk of cardiovascular disease and, and heart problems, cancer, stroke, all that sort of thing. It changed my life with type one diabetes, becoming an efficient fat burner, fat burner. So yeah. if we, if we're going to talk about fat burning potential, We've got to, we, at some point, we've got to talk about respiratory quotient. The idea is um, to, to produce more oxygen than, than we produce CO2. Well, when do we produce the most amount of CO2? Uh, we, you produce much more CO2 than oxygen 
under stre- a stressful environment, okay? Um, if you were to substitute fat burning potential for burning glucose for fuel, we call uh, using the, the metabolic um, pathways of glycolysis, uh, which is going to come well before um, you, you burn fat for fuel, for example. If you think about like running a sprint, for example, that is going, you'd be surprised at how much fat burning potential actually is required to do that, but it doesn't actually require oxygen. In lieu of running um, a 100-yard dash, for example, you're going to produce a significant amount of CO2, so much so that it creates what's called an oxygen debt that you have to repay at the end of a 100-meter sprint by actually breathing deeply, breathing breathing in yes. a, a lot. You know, it's going to take you a couple minutes to sort of repay the oxygen jet, oxygen debt that you that you created by holding your breath to do to actually do it so all that to say um that's much different scenario than if you ran for example a marathon that's going to require um more aerobic or fat burning potential to actually do that particular you know long distance um so do you think that this could be a reason why i mean of course when you run for long distance you're depleting glycogen storage is also just mm -hmm. like sprints but I notice significant difference in myself and my clients, blood sugar levels when they do deep breathing or run for long periods, when you get more oxygen flowing through their body. So why do you think, do you think it increases mitochondrial function to deliver new, the sugar back into the cell so it's utilized? Why do you, yeah. why do you think, so when I do deep breathing, it lowers my blood sugar. Why is that? I'll answer that question in the second part of this podcast. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 